Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. I really wish I could sing. Like the dew in the morning. Yeah, I mean, man. That's the point. The dew in the morning. Oh. Good morning, good morning. Welcome, 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 welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Um, I think that was Judith McAllister, like to do in the morning. Actually, one of my favorite songs growing up. And uh, I wish I could sing. Like, I wish God had given me that gift, but apparently he didn't want me to necessarily have that. He probably knew I was going to be like Patti LaBelle and not let the stage go um, or be that person that was constantly singing. Um, everybody would be trying to go home for church and I would still be holding on a note. And so he's like, I'm not going to give her <laughs> that gift. <laughs> she would be too proudful with that good gift. Well, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Uh, we are also YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Instagram Live. And more than anything, welcome to JoyNet Radio. And if Em is laughing at me, if you do not have the JoyNet app, I need you to do me a favor. Go get logged on. Go get connected. Also, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go get on my YouTube channel. Go subscribe. Um, it'll give you an update anytime we're doing anything. Sometimes I create material and I only put it on YouTube. So go subscribe to the YouTube channel and see what God is doing through Coffee and Conversations. This morning, if you're on Facebook, you get to see these announcements. I have just a couple of announcements. Of course, Coffee and Conversations is live Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. Your daily devotional on JoyNet, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. And uh, you can catch us on podcasts, Anchor Podcast, Google Podcasts, iPod, um, if you want to catch us a little bit later. So there's all kinds of ways for you to tap into Coffee and Conversations. Also, for any of you who uh, have sponsorship or need, want sponsorship opportunities, we'll definitely display your logo, your upcoming event, as long as it's in coincides with the mission of LMJ Ministries and get your... Um, information out there in front of thousands of viewers. So if you got an upcoming event or something, hit us up, info at justbeinglmj.com and uh, let us share your event with the masses, with our population, a group of people who uh, we're in contact with. Ladies, don't forget this Tuesday night, we are back with Ladies Bible Study. We are in the book Wholeness by Toure Roberts. It is not too late for you co to connect to the Bible study. Um, we are at Guillermo's Coffee Shop. Um, that's on Rodney Parham. Man, we've been packing that room out and God has just been doing a thing. I promise you he has. So join us this Tuesday, 6 p.m. at Guillermo's Coffee Shop. And for my ladies who are a little bit more busy but do not have time, we have online ladies Bible study. That's 12 noon Central Standard time uh we go live we have a special group called coffee and conversations 
Ladies Bible Study. And it's on 9 at 12 noon Central Standard Time. Uh, the video saves for up to uh, 24 hours, so you can go back and catch it. And we're also going, this is an interactive devotional. So you got to join our group, Coffee and Conversations Lady Bible Study. And then you need to get the Zoom app. You can watch from your phone. You can do it from your computer. And you can listen to us live at 12 noon. And then this Wednesday, I will be interviewing on Real Talk with LMJ. Um, oh, that's not the right one. Janine Perez. I'm super excited to tell this sister's story. She's an amazing songstress. Um, just so many things, nonprofit, philanthropist. She has her own story. She lost her daughter um, a couple of years ago. And man, I've, I've seen passionate moms, but this mom is so passionate about carrying her daughter's journey for, forward. So I interview her this Wednesday at 12 noon. That's Real Talk with LMJ. Go ahead and set your calendar, set your tone, set your events so that you can see that and the reminder. And um, one more other things. Ladies, you guys asked me for Pillow Talk. So we got a Pillow Talk coming back March 2nd. We don't even have the flyer ready yet, but I need you to do me a favor. We're going to drop that link. You need to go ahead and get registered. So many of you kept saying, if Pillow Talk comes back, I'm going to be there. Be there. This is your opportunity and chance to be there. This is your opportunity and chance to be a part. I got four it's going to be fantastic. I got three additional speakers by Tiffany Smith from Vonnie Speaks is going to be there. Cassandra Hill, uh, which is my makeup artist. She's going to be there talking to us about how to manage our skin, quick faces that we can do when we're in a rush. And then Nate Hatton, that, that bomb chick, is going to be there talking about how to be our best fit you no matter what your body type is. I need you to go ahead and get registered for that conference. Don't wait. I have a few spots with some early specials left. I got a deal. If you register three or more ladies, you get 20% off. If you're a monthly partner and you're interested in becoming a part of this conference, send us an email and we'll give you a special code to get a discount off for a monthly partnership. So make sure you get it connected and don't miss this event. And then finally, I'm not going to cry. I am going to cry. I'm such a baby. Um, my book is about to be released, the launch. Um, it's a 10-day devotional for anyone that wanted to start anything. And if you're not on Facebook, you're not getting to see the cover. So that's a coming soon to you. You get ready to see and get this. My first book is getting ready to hit the things. It's not the first thing I've written. It's the first thing that God allowed me to publish. And so here we are. The launch is getting ready to hit the scenes in the next few weeks. We'll have pre-orders for the launch. Um, so make sure you pay attention when those emails are coming out. So if you're not subscribed to the website, go ahead and subscribe to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, so you can get in on those pre-sales, get in on this devotional. It's so powerful. God gave us 10 days, 10 days of scripture. I share some of my story and 10 days of prayers. I love what God is doing. So the launch is about to release. Man, all to, to God be the glory, to God be the glory. So I, I got to show, I'm prepping you and priming you for something this week. Um, I'm prepping you and priming you. This week, we're going to be talking about a sound mind. And today, I just want to share with you this little piece. I want to say, you, sh you should have known. I want to share with you this piece you should have known by now. You, you should have known by now. And even if you don't know by now, this week is going to help you become established in the fact of who God is in your life. We're going to be working on a sound mind. Last week, he started talking to us about being complete, mature, and lacking nothing. 
This week we're going to be welcome. We're going to be working on this sound mind, being sound in our mind, being established in a fact. And I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures this morning that I just need you to let him sit in sit in your belly like just let it sit in your belly just stand steadfast let this resonate in your belly don't think you know and understand and don't think you you you've already arrived at this place ask the lord this morning just lord simply show me how to apply this word to my life so father we thank you for the word today we thank you for the daily devotional today we thank you for all that you are doing in our lives we thank you for your grace your peace your glory your mercy your love for this fresh Monday morning for a fresh rainbow word from you, Lord God, backing it up in logos, Lord God, back backing it up in logos, backing it up in your truth, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for a sound mind, a sound mind, Lord God, so that we operate in biblical truths and kingdom authority called according to your purpose for your glory alone, for your glory alone. So, uh, here, here's, um, here's the thing I want to, um, I, we got to establish some facts. I like when he preps us before he takes us into a lesson. I like when he preps us before he takes us into a lesson. Um, I really thought I was establishing some things until last night. I started prepping. I started studying. I started reading the Greek and the Hebrew on what it means to have a sound mind. I thought I was sound in some areas. I'm going to tell you something I did Saturday. I'm not going to tell you today. I'm going to tell you tomorrow something I did Saturday. And I was like, what happened here? And he was like, that's because you didn't have a sound mind. You didn't have a sound mind in this area. And so God is getting ready to present to us this case. That's what it is. This case for having a sound mind, I'm going to show you legally what's considered to be a sound mind, psychologically what's considered to be a sound mind. God is getting ready to present this case for you to have a sound mind. You probably won't even realize that you haven't even walked and been walking in something that's less than a sound mind and something that's less than a sound mind. And so we're going to, we're going to get established in this thing. That's a sound mind. Man, God, I see y'all. Congratulations. But to God be the glory. This is book. I'm just the writer. I appreciate y'all so, so much, but to God be the glory. And so we want to be establishing a sound mind. And so I want to read something to you. And when I read something to you, um, I want you to conceive this. So Father God, open their minds, put your hand on your mind and say, Lord, just let me have a mind that's open to you and establishing the fact. Let me just have a mind that's open to you and established in a fact. And then y'all do me a favor, go share this video. I want you, as a matter of fact, get you some friends and some prayer partners and say, I need everybody tuning in with me this week to a sound mind. I, I want to make sure my mind, mind is sound before I make a transition into this next season. I want to make sure I've been processed out. I want to make sure that I've heard everything that um, the Lord has said to me. Like, I want to make sure um, I'm operating in a sound mind. So I want to give you the scripture today. And this is Matthew and we're going to the sixth verse. And we've been in the scripture before, but I want to show you how the Lord showed me this, this, this week. And this is going to set the pretense or this is going to set the precipice for everything that we're about to walk into this week to understand and be established in the sound mind. Because some of us have been so emotionally moved by life. 
My God. Some of us have been so emotionally moved by life, we don't even realize that we're not operating in the sound mind. We've justified, we thought it was normal behavior, we've operated in these same veins, we keep repeating these same cycles, running in these same circles, not even realizing we're not operating in a sound mind. We're not even operating in the sound. We can quote you all the scripture. We can tell you all the right verse. We can say everything and not even, we look presentable. We look steadfast. But can I tell you something? When you're operating in a sound mind, there are no cracks and crevices. The only way the enemy can get in is through a crack of crevice, crevice where you're not sound. Where you're not sound. So God is going to teach us this week. So it says, this is why I tell you, we're six and he's talking about, he talks to, he's talking to them first about teaching about uh, money and possessions. He tells them, don't store up treasures here on the earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures up in heaven where moths rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. And then he talks about the lamp. And he says, nobody can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love another. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Here's the next part. He said, this is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Remember, we read this scripture again. Now, I'm going to show you something in just a second. Uh, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store foods in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing, looking at the lilies of the field and how they grow? They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon and all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildfires, flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts. Put your, circle this. If you're not, get your Bible out, write your note. This is Matthew. This is the sixth verse. We started about the 24th, 5th. It says, these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. Circle that. Underline that. Score it. Write it on your paper. But your heavenly father already knows your needs. Then it tells you to seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you absolutely everything you need. That's a guarantee. That, that's not a clause. That's not a, that's not a maybe. That's not a um, perhaps he will. It says seek the kingdom. Of, and this is Jesus talking. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring in its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. And so as I was meditating on this this morning, the Lord was saying to me, I said, okay, we're going into the sound mind. We're going to teach. He said, yeah, but y'all should have known this by now. I said, excuse me, sir. He said, y'all should have known this by now. You should have already known that this is my character. Why are, why are we having some of these repeat conversations about the same things that you should have known by now? You should have already known I'm going to bail you out. You should have already known I'm going to feed you. You should have already known I'm going to protect you. You should have already known that I'm going to make a way out of no way. You should have already known 
that I already got you. Like y'all should have already known this by now. Why are we praying and talking about these same things? Why are we back in these same positions? Why is it when something comes against you, you're still wet worried about the weapon forming? When I already said to you, no weapon that formed against you shall prosper. You should have already known now that my favor goes before you. You should have already known now and been established in the fact that I am, I am. You should have already known this. So the conversations that we continuously having about your clothing, about your bills, about your health, about you should have, if you're establishing the fact, if your mind is real sound, if you really trust me, if you really believe what I am saying, then you should have already known this by now. You should have already known this by now. I shouldn't be having these same conversations with you because I've already told you in your word, be anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication. Make your request known before me and I'm going to answer you. But I've already established in this fact right here. So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows. So you should have already known. The only time that you don't know is because you don't believe. And the only reason that you're not believing is because your mind is not sound. And if your mind was sound, if we want to flip over to Philippians, right? We want to flip over to Philippians. If your mind was sound, then we wouldn't even be having these repeat conversations. And the reason we wouldn't be having these repeat conversations, because you would trek over to Philippians 2 and you would remember what I said to you. Do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent. Live as children of God, shining bright, hold firmly to the word of life. Then on the day of Christ's return, I will be proud that I did not run the race in vain and that my work has not been useless. But I rejoice even if I lose my life, pouring it out to a liquid offering of God. You should have known by now. You should have known by now that I've already told you that I'm going to Philippians 1 and 12, complete the good work in you. And so if I've already established in my word that I'm going to complete the good work in you, what are you worried about? What are you worried about? Like, what are you worried about? The only reason that you're worried is because your mind is not sound. Your mind is not sound. If God is having to repeat himself, if we are in repeat conversations, if we're back in those same places, if we're talking about the same thing, if we're pray worrying, and I've taught on that before, if our eyes are closed and we're really, really worrying but not praying, it's because you really don't know. You should have known about now. You should know his character. You should know that he's not going to leave you or forsake you. You should know that if something happens, he's going to restore what the canker worm and the locust has eaten. Why? You should be a established in the fact that he is God Almighty. He is El Shaddai. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is Jehovah Shammah. He is absolutely all that you need. Why? Because he's already established the fact. Go back and look at everything that he's already done. Go back and look at everything. The only reason we keep presenting these same case and in his face about this same thing is because we aren't established. We aren't full of faith. We aren't focused. He's not going to start a good work in you and not complete it. He's not going to bring you to a business and not provide for it. He's not going to set you in a place and not order your steps. It doesn't line up with his word. But when your mind is not sound, my God, then a double-minded man is unstable. And it's all, that's why you can't make solid decisions. That's why you back and forth with him. That's why you unsure. Why? Because you don't know. You should have already known. We should have already been established. 
We've, we should have already been. He's already wrote it in red. He already put it in the scriptures. He's already test and proved himself. So why are we having the same conversation? We should be in the position where we're interceding and praying for this nation. Done with talking to him about ourselves. Done with talking to him about ourselves. Done with these repetitive, same repetitive prayers. And I know some of y'all are like, but my feelings and emotions are real. And we're going to talk about your feelings and emotions this week. And if you can show me, and I'm not saying you can't complain. I'm not saying you can't go before the Father raw. I'm not saying you can't talk to him about your fears. You can because you should process them out there before you process them out anywhere else. You should be processing your feelings and emotions out before God. He's your safe place. He's your refuge. He, he who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. He's all of that to you. He's all of that in a bag of chips. He's all of that and then some. But at the end of the conversation, you should be in a consistent place of praise. You should be in a consistent place in praise. You should be on your war path to believe in him more. Furthermore, why? Because he's already established the fact He's already established the fact. He's already proven himself to you. Why does he keep having to prove to you that he's going to feed you? Yep, it got a little low last time. Guess what? He supplied. <laughs> yep, you weren't feeling good last time. Guess what? He healed. And he's just sitting and saying, you guys should have already. But since you don't, I love him. But since you don't, but since you don't, I'm going to come again and I'm going to help you with this. I'm going to show you this week what it looks like to operate in a sound mind. I'm going to even ask you a few questions to make sure you know that you're operating in a sound mind. So all this unsteadiness, because I'm going to show you what unsteadiness does. Anytime you're double-minded, there's a crack. Anytime there's a crack in your foundation, something seeps in or something seeps out. And so God is like, I need you to get established in the fact. My words cannot return to me void. I cannot lie to you. I cannot make you a promise and it not happen. What does it look like that I don't feed you and I feed the birds? You should have already known this. Why are we having this conversation again about the same old thing? I've already told you your children are an inheritance of the Lord. Great is their peace and their undisturbed composure. No child of mine will have mis miscarriage. There'll be no miscarriage or barrenness in this land. You should have already been, you should, we, he, that, you should have already been there. But since we're not there, this is what I'm saying. So let me read to you this. This is the scripture he gave me. This is 2 Corinthians. This is the 13th verse. And I'm starting at verse 1. Paul says, this is Paul's final advice. <laughs> he says, this is the third time I'm coming to visit you. I love God. This is the third time I come to visit you. And the scripture says the facts of every case must be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. I have already warned those who have been sinning when I was there on my second visit. Now I again warn them and all others, just as I did before, that next time I will not spare them. I will give you all the proof of what you want that Christ speaks through me. Christ is not weak when he deals with you. He is powerful among you. Although he was crucified in weakness, he now lives by the power of God. We too are weak just as Christ was. But when we deal with you, we will be alive with him and, all, uh, and will have God's power. Examine yourselves to see if your faith is genuine. Test yourselves. Surely you know that Jesus Christ is among you. If not, you have failed the test of genuine faith. As you test yourselves, I hope you will recognize that we have not failed the test of apostolic authority. Paul is saying here, we ain't your problem. 
We ain't your problem. Your past ain't your problem. Other people ain't your problem. The reason that it ain't working ain't got nothing to do with God, ain't got nothing to do with Jesus, ain't got nothing to do with the Holy Spirit, ain't got nothing to do with your past, ain't got nothing to do with those that are teaching you. You're your own problem. Like, you, we're going to take some accountability this week. You, your own problem. We pray to God that you will not do what is wrong by refusing our correction. I hope we won't need to demonstrate our authority when we arrive. Do the right thing before we come. Even if it makes it look like we have failed to demonstrate our authority, for we cannot oppose the truth, but I must always stand for the truth. This is your third time. <laughs> He said, this is your third time I came to you about this. God done spoke to us about this before. I taught on sound mind over a year ago. This is some of the same conversation that God has been having with some of us. And he simply said, I've been here with you before. And so I'm coming to you again to appeal to you. I need you to get a sound mind. I need you to be established in the fact. I need you to understand my character. I need you to know the nature of who I am. I need you to understand your divine self. I need you to understand that this is a supernatural thing. I need to need you to figure out your carnal places and, fi and figure out how to live wholly and whole, W-H-O-L-E, in the word. I, I'm I, I, need I need you to try me and prove me in this. I, I, because I've been faithful to everything I said. I've not left. I've always delivered it. And I'm grateful this morning. I'm like, Lord, thank you for another chance. Thank you for this conversation one more time. Let me go on and check my heart. Let me go on and get it right. Let me go on and figure it out. Because if the scripture he gave us this morning is, I already came to you a third time, it means he's not going to open his mouth on this again. It means he don't want to talk to us about this anymore. He wants us to grasp what we need to grasp this week on having a sound mind, being established in the fact, being firm in who he is, knowing him as the great I am, knowing him as the one who provides, being familiar with his voice. My sheep know my voice. Being willing to be shepherded. Come on now. Being willing to be established in the fact, established in two or three witnesses. Paul was like, we done already brought the witnesses. You done already seen the signs and the wonder. You done already experienced Jesus Christ firsthand. You already know he's the deliverer. You already know he was the one is and is the one to come. You already know who he is. So I need you this morning to gain your truth and be established. So this morning, this week, as we are walking through a sound mind, I don't want you to come to the table this week with your preconceived notions that you understand that your sound mind is sound. As a matter of fact, I want you to come to the table this week with an expectation because you're about to level up. Some of y'all have already leveled up. You just need to clean out your squeaky places so you won't mishandle things. Some of y'all already shifted. Some of y'all already walking in your wealthy place. Some of y'all already establishing the fact you just need to clean out your squeaky places so that you can walk in the solitude of what God is going to do next. God always prepares. God always provides a way of escape. God always provides a grooming. That's why I say he, if you remain in me and I remain in him, if you abide in me, if you allow me to prune you, if you allow me to carve out those spaces, I'm going to show you. It's time for us to live in victory. It's time for us to live in the fullness of what God called us to be. We shouldn't be talking about bills. We shouldn't be trying to make bill arrangements no more. We shouldn't be talking to God about debt no more. He already said, oh, Romans 13, oh, no man, absolutely anything but to love him. We shouldn't even be talking to him about the debt we owe. As a matter of fact, we should be seeking the Holy Spirit. Tell me how to get out this debt. Tell me how to get out this debt. Yeah, unmovable, unshakable, abiding, established. 
in the work of the Lord, knowing, not moved by, waiting on him patiently, understanding that he's already doing the good work in us. He's going to complete the race. He's going to finish. That's what he's waiting on. He's waiting on some mature Christians. He's ready, ready to hand over wealth. He's, there's a wealth transfer that's coming. You're going to be able to tap into the wealth transfer? Of course you will. When you mature, you're complete, mature, and lacking nothing, and you're ready to hope. He can't put what's in your hands if he knows you can't handle it. Some of y'all have been talking to God, increase me, increase me, increase me, increase me. And God is like, can you pay your tithes, please? Can you pay your tithes and stop justifying why you pay your tithes? Can you stop withholding your tithes? Talking about you don't want your pastor to get the money? Your tithes ain't about the pastor. Your tithes so that I can complete my kingdom work. Well, I need my pastor to just go get a job. No, your pastor got a job to shepherd you. No pastor should have to work a full-time job. He should be shepherding his sheep, praying in the hospitals, doing everything that he's supposed to be able to do. Why? Because that's what God called him to do. When he sent the disciples out, he didn't say go out and take a part-time job. As a matter of fact, he said, leave everything behind and come follow me. Come follow me. These aren't conversations that we continuously should be having in the kingdom. We should be in the gap. We should be praying for people. We should be holding prayer lines. We should be taking more territory. We should be advancing. Not whining, murmuring, complaining, and talking to God about the same thing. So he's going to finish the work. We should be established. He's going to provide and take care of us. Right? And he don't want to keep talking to us about the same things. He don't want to keep repeating himself. His grace, his mercy, he's good, he's all that. But he's like, man, I need y'all to become a stop. You should have already known who I was. You should have already known that I am the God that loves you with everything. I'm not going to leave you hungry. I'm not going to forsake you. Just get after me. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. Everything else I'm going to add unto you. All that popularity, all that success. It's nothing wrong with you on them. I put their desires in you. These book deals, these million dollar contracts, these television shows, your husband, your spouse. I'm going to add all of that unto you. I just need you to put me in position first. That's all I want. That's all I'm looking for. That's all I want you to do is put me in position first. Well, guess what? We out of time, man. That's the heavyweights. Y'all ready to grow up, right? Y'all ready to put, put your big girl shoes on? You ready to put your big guy shoes on? You ready to walk in your wealthy place? I'm ready to walk in my wealthy place. I'm ready to walk in everything God has. So I'm going to let, I'm going to make sure this week that my mind gets sound so that as I'm transitioning, moving up levels, I'm established in the fact of who he is. It's already been established in two or three witnesses. Are you ready for the more? God is getting ready to bring you in the more, but he just needs to check your weak places so that nothing slips through the crack. And I'd rather stay on the table and get the work done. Ladies, don't forget Pillow Talk, March 2nd. Don't miss that opportunity. Y'all been asking for another one. The Lord gave y'all another one. I don't know when another one will be in Little Rock. That's Mark 2nd. When that link drops, go get your Pillow Talk spot. There's limited space only. I love y'all so much. Man, I love you more than you can imagine. But more than anything, God loves you. And I need you to do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else... Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.